Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! On this episode of Losing Money with Andrew Baskin, we have the Pants Ready Prince, Charlie Chalk, and the Gambler to break down NFL Week 3. A couple of guys are on losing streaks. You know who's not? Me. You know who doesn't want to hear about it? Everybody else. Let's go! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers? And welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and this is your 20-ish minute sports gambling podcast where we discuss the NFL Week 3. I can't believe it's Week 3 already. There's only 14 more weeks of the regular season. There's only there's there's a lot of time left. But you know, just as a compulsive gambler, you're you're counting down those minutes so desperately, you know, savoring those Sundays that you can really experience. Trying to get through those disgusting Thursdays and trying to experience those post-orgasmic Mondays. So this is the second of three podcasts we are posting this week. We've got one more coming back with UFC 266 with the gambler where we make picks for that huge stacked card. So you don't have to listen to any UFC picks on this episode. It's all NFL. But tomorrow, UFC. Yesterday, Ryder Cup. See how we're doing this? See how we're doing this? You're here for NFL. We'll give you NFL. Week two was good. Week two was good again. You know, a couple of our guys went to post a little goose eggs, which is great. And that's why they're on Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. They are doing very well at losing money. But again, for a second week in a row, I went 3-2-1. and one. Okay. It's fine. It's not great. It's okay. That's what I'm telling myself. But the underdogs continue to thrive. They went 9-7 and seven against the spread with another five wins outright. The Titans, at a plus 6.5, were the heaviest underdogs to win last week, beating the Seahawks 33-30 on the road in overtime. And the Raiders, plus 5, won as underdogs for a second straight week, topping the Steelers 26-17 in Pittsburgh. And on the other hand, Tampa Bay was the biggest winner. The Bucks closed as a 12-point favorite, and the final score was nearly double that at 48-25. But as will kind of let on, a little bit closer than it should have been. The point totals, even 8-8. Eight eight. The under was fared well at the 1 p.m.s, and then uh, going 7-2 and two there, and then hit just once the rest of the week. Nine teams were held below 20 points in week two, so keep that in mind as well. But you've heard me rail against these, like, sports social media algorithms that are just posting, like, huge parlays, or look at this person did, or this crazy bad nit paid off, and stuff like that. I've always told you I hated them, but this last week, there was a really popular one that, that went around. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a tweet from at Darren Rovell, who, you know, sucks. But one big money line parlay has already crashed from this weekend, a 16-legger, and it was uh, posted at WinBet, $25 to win $736,000. I saw this 16-legger because they needed Detroit to win on Monday, and I saw it posted everywhere, literally tens and tens and tens of times. Oh my God, all they need is Detroit, all they need is Detroit. The thing was, any sensible person would have cashed out at that point. Just let's take $200,000. That's all I need. Why need, Why do I need $700,000? But it was a $25 free bet that they were given. So they couldn't cash out. I. It turns out later that they did receive some kind of side bet. Whatever. Good for them. I hate this. I hate this and you should too. Books and chills like Darren Ravel post this because it's absolutely essentially advertising for sports books. It's enticing people to make absolutely ludicrous parlays like that because... All of them will lose. All of them do. That one lost. The one that posted all that time, it lost. That guy didn't lose anything because it was a free bet. But he lost still. The sportsbook will gladly pay out $105,000, $736,000, whatever this huge ludicrous parlay is, because they are taking in way more than that. Parlays don't build payrolls. They build casinos. And when you keep seeing posts like that, they're advertising to you to go, hey, you could do this. Do you want to do this? Give me your money. And guess what? He lost. And so will you. And you've come to the right podcast. I am going to give out some picks. 
The Pants Ready Prince is going to give out picks. The Gambler is going to give out picks. Charlie Chalk is going to give out picks for NFL Week 3 action. Pants Ready Prince, coming up next. On with us now, the Panzerati Prince, who's looking to, you know, so desperately get back into that win column. He's such a perfect guest for losing money with Andrew Bascom. Panzerati Prince, how you feeling? Safe or spicy? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. I just, I don't know. Don't listen. Do the opposite of what I say is right. what I is what I say to you going into this episode, because I clearly seem to be overthinking absolutely everything. And mm. uh, it's been a rough start. <laughs> it's been a rough, it's been a rough start. It's real. The, the George Costanza attitude towards betting here. Um, so it's been, you know, it's been interesting. I, I will say you've been picking some of like the more interesting games. So I'm really interested to see which games you're going to be picking this week. So where are we going with your safe? What are we doing with your mozzarella pick the week? Yeah, I'm going to keep it interesting. Uh, right. You know, I thought about going with the Ravens. I thought about going with the Bills. Yep. I thought about going with the Chiefs. I thought about going with the Broncos, but I thought, <laughs> no, why not forget all those easy games? Mm-hmm. And pick a team that I think finally is stepping out of mediocrity. Oh. And I'm going to primetime Monday Night Football and picking the Dallas Cowboys yes. at minus four against the shitty, crummy Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. Oh, I love this pick because I'm not, I'll just skip it so we can talk the game. My safe pick is also from that game. And don't worry, we're not on different sides this time like last week. I'm taking the over 51 and a half. Uh, I, I absolutely love this. These are two teams that are not playing well on defense. Dallas is just a very talented offensive team. Micah Parsons actually is an incredible player. And you can like notice him on the field because he's the only one legitimately in his position. But everybody else in Philadelphia, yeah, they're going to give up a ton of points. So I love over 51 and a half. But why do you like Dallas over Philadelphia? Because I think we, we've talked about the NFC East for so long yep. and, and it's just been four mediocre teams and which one's going to come out of it. And Dallas is constantly the one that we think going into the season is going to win and they constantly underperform. Yep. I finally think that they're coming into the season a little more so under the radar than usual because mm. it's always like spotlight heavy on Dallas. Yeah, But they're playing well and I think they yep. have a lot of things going right for them that's, that are going to continue go, to go right for them. And I think Philly, on the other hand, is going to kind of have that really up and really down season that right. we're really not sure what we're going to get from them week to week. I do think Dallas is finally coming into their own, and they're going to win this division by more than a game. It's not going to be the last week of the season. I love that. I actually, I'm right there with you because I think Philadelphia – might be one of those ones where like, ooh, they kind of balled out in the week one and then week two, they're like, okay, that's not as good. And then they might just be awful like we thought they were going to be. And Dallas might sneakily get better because they're going to get healthier and healthier. The line's going to come back and the defense might actually figure it out. I think this is a team, I think these are two different teams going in two different directions. So I am right there with you. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Okay, good. Oh, wait a second. Us being on the same page might not be good. Yeah, okay, wait, Let, <laughs> let's get to our spicy picks of the week. Where are you going? What do you think? Is a spicy pick. Okay, so I'm looking at the lines and not the lions, the lines. No, no. And this kind of had my eyes popping out of the head here. Why the frick is San Fran <laughs> favored by three and a half points against the Packers? I'm easily going with the Packers at plus yeah. three and a half. Are we mental? What's going on here? <laughs> uh, San Fran came out of Philly there with that squeaker. Um, yeah. And Green Bay... I think we're still thinking the Green Bay week one that right. really has it figured out and Aaron Rodgers is ready to ball out and show that, yeah, everyone mm -hmm. needs to relax and Green Bay is going to win the North again. 
Um, this was a no-brainer for me. Yeah. I wouldn't even take the money line here. I think the Packers are going to win this game no problem. I think if it's the playoffs and Aaron Rodgers is going into San Francisco, then maybe you take the 49ers. But it's the right. regular season, and he's going to spank them. I'm glad I, I highlighted that game as well because I was looking at it and going, is this before Monday Night Football? Am I looking at an old line? And it's no. I couldn't believe it. I, I don't know what San Francisco has done to 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 warrant that other than being at home, which I, I guess gives you a point and a half or two points these days. But a three and a half doesn't make any sense for me. I, I don't know. I love that pick. So I'm with you, Pants Ready Prince. But my spicy pick of the week, I'm going to be taking the Washington football team on the road against Buffalo. And, and here, here's why. Tyler Haneke is not a big step down for Ryan Fitzpatrick. This team can do pretty much everything that they were planning to do previously, and their defense is really good. But more of it is on Buffalo side of it. Buffalo won 35 to nothing over Miami, and that might be an eye-popping number unless you really watch the game. Being a Bills fan, I did watch the game. This offense is not in sync. Josh Allen did not have a good game. And getting to 35 points, they're like, well, no, he well, no, he did. They got to 35 points. No, he didn't. He actually barely threw for 50% and threw for one touchdown, one pick. He's, he, he didn't have a very good game. This offense is out of sync. And I think against a Washington defense that can really disrupt it, just like Pittsburgh did uh, disrupt an offensive line. I think this might be tough for Buffalo and nine points is a lot of points. I still think Buffalo is going to win, but this might be tougher than people are thinking. And so I'm going to be taking a ton of points with Washington plus nine. I really like that peg, especially yeah, nine points is quite a lot for a lot. team. We think in Washington is going to make some strides this year with the defense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that game, uh, Buffalo-Miami, was just Miami puking all over themselves over and over and over again. Yeah. I could not believe it. Yeah. I was just, can they score a point because I'm playing against the Buffalo defense in fantasy this week? <laughs> Driving me absolutely nuts. But, yeah, uh, the Buffalo offense clearly has to figure it out. You, yep. you like to see that one touchdown to Stephon Diggs, but that kind of was a – that was a play breakdown. That, w- that, wasn't, that wasn't anything. That, exactly. That was, not, that was not in sync. That was just – you know, schoolyard football, let's run around because the, the defender can't, can't, you know, cover me forever type, type stuff. Well, but, totally. Uh, and they always talk about the highest success of any quarterback is your numbers in clean pockets and not on the run. And that's what Josh Allen needs to work off with that pass action. Brian Dable's offense, Brian Dable's a genius, but if the offense is not working yet and Washington's D line will break up any offensive plan you have. So I, I just fear for that, but Washington plus nine, lots of points. I think that's pretty spicy. That is a lot of points and it is pretty spicy, but I like it. Thank you so much, Pants Ready Prince. We got to talk to you lots this week with the Ryder Cup last night. And for football today, hope you have fun losing money. Oh, well, we know I'm going to lose money. So, uh, yeah, I'll have fun. You take it easy. On with us now is Charlie Chuck to do his lock of the week. Might have been a broken lock last week, but we can't wait to hear what it is this week. Charlie Chuck, how you doing? Well, Andrew, again, thank you very much for having me on. And broken yep. luck. I don't know what that meant. I thought he did okay last week, but I'm not counting. I, I, I'll hold okay. my own. Okay, we don't pay out oh, after easier two when, weeks. Yeah, it's easier when they don't count. That's, that's, yeah, that's also right. good, too. Okay. All right, so, Charlie, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what your locks of the week are this week. Well, I think you're going to find it a bit surprising, but let's start off with your beloved Buffalo Bills. I'm Taking Washington plus the eight and a half <laughs> points against Buffalo. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think the Washington hasn't played well. Their defense is going to be better. To tell you yep. the truth, your friend, Allen, he was 17 for 33 last week and they won easily. So yes. that's kind of scary in a way, but he really has not played well for two weeks. Um, right. Washington with their defense should make this a closer game than we think. 
Yeah, I well, if you heard me talk to the Panzerite Prince just a couple of minutes ago, I literally made the exact same point. I think the same reason why Washington might do well against ball, uh, Buffalo is the same reason P- Pittsburgh did really well. They have a great defensive line. They'll overwhelm our offensive line. And and Josh Allen did not play well in a 35 to nothing win last week. So I am right there with you. We don't need to belabor this point. You and I are on the same page All with right. uh, Washington plus eight and a half. Okay, so where are you going next? Well, one of my sort of faves, I've got New Orleans – Plus two and a half against New England. I'm going to take New England here. Um, They're a better team, well coached. Um, New Orleans, I'm not sure if they got all their coaches back or not, but you really are seeing the the Winston uh, that will be, and he's a terrible quarterback. Tons of turnovers. New England should win this game. It'll be a low-scoring game, but they will win. I, I, I've been looking at that one as well. I think New England is just one of those ones where it's just, it's an adult team and, and, you know, New Orleans is showing that there's fluctuation in their teams. You know, they played really well against week one against the Green Bay Packers and then week two, they looked terrible. And so you wonder what team is going to show up and New England's defense is pretty good. So there you go. New England minus two and a half for your uh, second lock of the week. Where are you going with your third game? The third game, my beloved Tampa Bay Brady's (laughs) against (laughs) the LA Rams and Tampa Bay's favored by one and a half points, and I'm going against Tom Brady. I've, yeah. I, I just think that LA Rams have got a great defense. They're going to put the pressure on Brady. Um, he, yeah. they, Tampa Bay is America's team. Everyone bets Tampa oh, Bay because sakes. of Tom Brady, and they love him. Yeah, yeah. And you know yeah. what? LA Rams are a very good football team. Well, Charlie, you and I, I don't know. It must be something in the water. You and I are right there and together. I also have the Rams plus one and a half. That was going to be my other pick that I was going to talk to you about. And for similar reasons, the Rams are just really, really good. And Tampa being a very good team. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. But getting, they're a home dog. When are the Rams a home dog for anybody? This is yeah. this is kind of crazy to me. And Tampa Bay also, by the way, another talk about the Bills 35-0 is kind of a fraudulent score a little bit. That win against Atlanta was kind of a fraudulent score. That was a much, much closer game most of the game than it could have been. And I think Absolutely. you just look at the score and you go, it's not it's not enough. So I love the Rams. I love their defense, getting pressure on them, and being their first real test of the season. You're right. Uh, exactly. Tampa Bay was lucky to win last week, even though it looked mm-hmm. – Tom Brady threw five touchdown passes. What the heck? Yeah. That's, I mean, and, and they barely win. I just think that the Rams are going to pressure him. And yeah. you know what? Tampa Bay's defense isn't that good anymore. And um, they're just so, yeah. we're running on last year's uh, momentum. And uh, that's where I think the betters have got this at a, a minus one and a half. So, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I think the Rams are going to be. Uh, you know, maybe the first team to actually put a hit on Brady this year. And we'll see, you know, right, hey, right. 44, 45, ain't, ain't 25, man. So we'll, we'll see how he feels. Don't try 65 then. So anyways. Oh, yeah, geez. Yeah, there. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I'll check in with you <laughs> 10 years or 20 years when Brady's still playing. Uh, Charlie Chuck, thank you so much for coming on. We hope you have fun losing money this weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Andrew. Bye now. And to finish off the show, we have the gambler who is red hot coming off a one-week victory. Gambler, how you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Looking <laughs> yeah, for some, good? Uh, some. Feeling good. Feeling loose. <laughs> feeling uh, nice. And looking to build. <laughs> looking to build some momentum here. Uh, there we go. Yeah, exactly. Coming off your coming off your tease of the week last week, which was the three gamer six pointer for a plus one fifty. And I have a feeling, if I know you, do you have something similar up your sleeve this week? One hundred percent. It worked ah, last week. We're gonna we're gonna ride this pony into the sunset. Yeah. Uh so first game looking at Arizona laying seven and a half on the road against Urban Meyer and his Jaguars. 
<laughs> you got to mention uh, Uncle that. Urban. It's important. A hundred percent. He's such a scumbag. Every week I'll shit on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this is one where we're talking about a, a hot quarterback, right? Kyler Murray, you could yeah. argue. I mean, it's two weeks in, uh, but the narratives are coming out. This guy's in MVP form. He's certainly throwing mm-hmm. the ball like he is. Um, so you've got a red-hot quarterback, red-hot offense, going yep. up against maybe the worst defense, uh, not just in the league, but one of the worst defenses that we've seen in a while. Yeah, uh, A Jaguars team that gave up 449 yards to Tyrod Taylor and I then followed this. it up by giving 398 yards up to none other than touchdown Teddy. Yeah. I, I just yeah. think you've got a defense that can't stop anybody. You've got yep. a, a red-hot offense. And uh, I think Chandler Jones is going to, you know, feast on the Trevor Lawrence buffet. So uh, teasing it down, give me Arizona minus one and a half. Arizona minus one and a half. Hard to argue, even though I'm going to try in a second. Okay, so, okay, that's totally fine. A very hot team, a very good team against a very, very bad team. Makes total sense to get down to a point and a half. Where are you going in the second game? Second game, I'm looking at the New York Jets getting 10 on the road against the Denver Broncos. I I think this one's pretty straightforward. Zach Wilson and the Jets on the road. Yeah, in my You know, a team that, yeah, exactly. A team that was inept against the Pats. Uh, I think the Broncos D is, you know, just as good, if not just a a step below that of the Pats. So I think that the the Jets are going to have just as much of a problem uh, with with the Broncos. Touchdown, Teddy's looking great. He's back. Lo- you love to see it. Give me Denver minus four. I, you know what? I I, I can't... I, Denver's defense might be the best in the league. Like, it's sneaky, sneaky good. Like, how, how good they are. And they're at home against a quarterback that just threw four picks. Oh, yeah. Okay, so minus four for Denver. All right, I see where you're going. And where are you going with the last... Part? I think... Uh, yeah, to that point, I just I think yeah. Denver's a team that is just flying under the radar. Period. Right? I, like we're, we're used to Denver it. being so bad, and and a yes. team that ever since Peyton Manning left, you know, has been yeah, riding their defense, but just offensively one of the worst. And and I yep. think they just they seem to have found the piece with with uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Like I said, yep. he's back in in his uh, pre injury form. So that you know, like I, I think you're right. I think Denver's a team that could come out of nowhere this year and and potentially you know play in a conference championship maybe even a super bowl oh yeah i'd I'd say watch out like you know teddy plays so safe with this kind of stuff hypothetically there's numbers that say he doesn't but in my mind he does and the defense is so good it has a great recipe for success so i i think if if denver keeps getting like heads up we might have missed our window because they're already getting 10 and a half points even against anybody but 10 and a half points a lot of points or 10 points excuse me on this one so like that's a lot but i would keep your eye on them because they are they're pretty pretty good okay so there we go denver minus four there against the jets where we're going with the third game Last game, and and I'll, I think the people will see the theme here. Uh, okay. Miami getting four on the road against oh. the Raiders. This is another one. You know, two is out. They were embarrassed last week, thirty-five yeah. to nothing. You don't recover from that easily. Again, Carr just like Teddy Bridgewater, right? Carr's looking great. Um, the, that offense seems to be rolling. The defense, my goodness, who would have thought a John Crazy. Gruden team with a with a decent defense the Raiders are at home they, they played well against the Ravens they played well against the Steelers I, I'm I'm gonna go out on limb and say I think they can handle Jacoby Brissett uh <laughs> give me the Raiders plus two 
I, you know what? If there is a theme to your card here, it is surprisingly good or stealthily good teams right now. Arizona, Denver, Vegas. These are three teams that I don't know, you know, pretty conflicted uh, thoughts on going into the season and now looking really good coming through two weeks. Absolutely. And I would more so say I'm looking to feast on the corpses <laughs> of arguably the, the biggest three dog shit teams in the NFL mm-hmm. and Jacksonville, mm-hmm. the Jets in Miami. <laughs> I mean, talk about the island of misfit <sighs> toys. I'm going the other way. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, you know, step on their neck. I well okay so gambler uh, you're going to you're going to love this if that is your theme of like you know stealthy under you know secret good teams I'm going to go the opposite direction and so much so that I'm actually taking the opposite of two of your games uh and you know what I I'm just going to start by saying I'm not proud I'm not a proud man I, I'm not here I'm not here <laughs> I, just, I got I got a couple dollars in my pocket that's all I'm here for I'm just here for a fun time I'm going to take the Jets plus 16 uh I, God bless so, you God yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's literally countering everything that I just said, and it's just because it's a lot of points. <laughs> like, this is a lot brutal. of points. It's it it's is. really a lot of points. Yeah, this might points. be my only argument, though. <laughs> it's just going well. It's a lot of points, and you know what, Denver? I don't know. You know, their defense is really, really strong. I don't know if they'll put up a ton of points to beat this team 26 to 10, you know, like that's, or, you know, 36 to 20. I don't know. I could, I just, the argument, it's a lot of points and I bet they bounce back a little bit after the Patriots game. I have no science to back that whatsoever. I am just going to go with, that's how I feel. Um, So you need Zach Wilson to put up some points and you need Teddy to not have like a field day basically. That's exactly what I need. I need the Denver and, and to go. both and both need to happen. Both of those things need to happen simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, I need I need I need Denver to in the first half go. Man, we really won this game already. Let's just run the ball for the rest of the second half. Yes, that would be fantastic. And you know, the, to be honest, it leads right into my second game because I'm also countering you. I'm going to take Jacksonville plus thirteen and a half against Arizona. Now, where this is where, amazing. This yeah, is amazing. I, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm not proud of either. Is there's whereas like the first game was like magic and belief, or maybe my crystals are not charged enough, or you know the star signs or something like that. This second game is purely based on Arizona. They're incredible. Kyler Murray is incredible. He's an incredible talent. But no team scares me so that I would be like, oh yeah, they could shit the bed. Absolutely. And Arizona, Cliff Kingsbury absolutely could be one of those teams. 13 and a half is a lot of points. Jacksonville does have talent, especially on the offensive side, not on the defensive side. I think they're like signing up people off the street, like that Mark Wahlberg movie. But they cannot stop anybody. 13 and a half, a lot of points. I could see it just being somehow miraculously a close game. I'm going to go with that one as well. And then going into the third game, I'm going to take Indy plus 11 and a half against Tennessee. And now this is a purely a bet of Indy's strength is their defense. It hasn't been this year, but there's so much talent on there. They can run the ball. Carson Wentz is miraculously two sprained ankles. I don't. I think it was at eight. It wasn't it. He's up to eight now. Yeah, he's up to eight. He's finding more ankles to be sprained. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not a doctor, but that's not good when both your ankles are sprained. Uh, So. I, I just believe they can run the ball. The defense will be good. And Tennessee, man, talk about an up-and-down team. They looked unstoppable against Seattle last week. And then the week before against your Arizona Cardinals, the gambler, um, they looked like a peewee team. So I don't know what they're going to get. I'm just going to take the 11 and a half and hopefully it's a close game. This is just my prayer. This is my, by the way, 2-0 for teases of the week. I'm just going to say. But this is my wing and a prayer uh, parlay I got, or tease I got going on here. Riding, riding that momentum, and and yeah, I mean, I, I agree in terms of 
They're <laughs> just taking the train straight off the tracks. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, you'll never take me alive. That's what this tease is called. Um, well, there you, there you go. So mine's also plus 150. Yours is plus 150. Um, we are both coming off of winning streaks here. We are going to see which dog shit teams are going to float to the top here. <laughs> it is the, the week of the dog shit parlays for sure. Oh, there we go. Gambler, you're the best. We will talk to you tomorrow where we break down UFC 266. I am so excited for that card. I can't wait. Okay, and that's it. That's all for Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd be so kind, could you please rate, review, subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom wherever you enjoy podcasts. Like we mentioned, we had the Ryder Cup episode that came out on Thursday for this weekend's Ryder Cup. Today's episode is the NFL Week 3, and tomorrow, Saturday's episode, will be for UFC 266. Lots of ways to lose money, and if that's not enough, you can go over to our social accounts at LosingMoneyWAB. Oh, Gypsy where you can get free daily picks in between episodes. Like three episodes weren't enough, you get our free daily picks where you can lose money on many different sports. Like the NFL, thank you so much for listening. Have fun losing money this weekend. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by... Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!